the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line We are Rangers We are the champions Says the tweet from Rangers Football Club This afternoon And it is true Celtic have dropped points Again on the road This time at Tannadice It finished Dundee United nil, Celtic nil, And that means It is official It was pretty much done yesterday But now beyond all shadow of a doubt Rangers are Scottish Premiership champions For the season 2020-2021 it has been a long old wait for you Rangers fans So get on the phone and let us know how you're feeling 0141-951-1025 Andy Halliday is here He's already given us an insight into what it will mean to those players and fans Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Having watched that game today as well But you don't do a moment like this in Scottish football Without hearing from Hugh Keevans Hi Gordon Yeah, it, uh, First of all you have to remember your manners and say congratulations to Stephen Gerrard, congratulations to the Rangers players and uh, everyone associated with the club, supporters as well. A tremendous irony in today's event, Gordon, because Rangers fans blame Dundee United more than any other club for Rangers ending up in the bottom tier of Scottish football after they'd come out of administration and liquidation. They blamed the then Tannadice chairman Stephen Thompson more than any individual for what happened to Rangers. And now, today, at the end of a decade of despair for Rangers, they owe Dundee United. And uh, well done to Rangers. Well done to Dundee United as well. They put up a very spirited show. Celtic chance after chance after chance could not put any of them away the story of their season and now Rangers will go to Celtic Park on the 21st of March as the champions Dundee United played a part today Celtic have had their shortcomings all season Hugh but you win the league because you deserve it and Rangers have absolutely romped it this season haven't they? Without doubt uh, Celtic imploded Rangers exploded if you look at it as a two-sided coin on one side of the coin, Celtic had their own problems, almost all of them self-inflicted. Rangers, from the word go, uh, played exceptionally well. They've still lost only nine goals in the league this season. They haven't even lost double figures in terms of goals. Forward play, middle of the park play from Stephen Davis. Morelos has been terrific. The goalkeeper has been terrific when called upon. Balligan... Goldson, Tavernier, you name it, Rangers have been exceptional domestically and in Europe. The season belongs to them. 0141-951-1025. Let's get stuck right in. Brian is a Rangers fan on the line. Brian, sum up how you are feeling this afternoon. Well, as I said to uh, the producer, uh, very, very emotional. I kind of composed myself a wee bit. I, I'd like to dedicate this, this championship win to... Uh, Dave King and uh, Three Bears and the fans that rallied when the club had their difficulties at the beginning uh, it's already in 2012 uh, this has been uh, this has been some journey it really has and uh, in my opinion we're back where we right, rightfully belong uh, and it's now up to Celtic to now challenge us, it's all be very, very interesting going forward. But uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're champions today, and I wanted it to happen today. Uh, it would have been sweet to go to Park in two weeks' time, but as far as I'm concerned, we can win it today, and I wanted to win it today. 
Brian, you won't mind me pointing out You sound like a man of a certain vintage You'll have seen Rangers win many things How does this one compare? Well, when I, I first started following the club uh, Most of the Barcelona beers were still there uh, I started following the club in 1975 uh, When I was only 14 uh, Which, of course, makes me 60 And uh, th- there's been a few titles uh, In the past, Helicopter Sunday uh, 2003 in the last day against Northumberland. Uh The title we won in, in 2009 under Wallace Smith uh, in his second season and th- th- this ranks up with any of them. Uh, it just... It's hard to put any words. I mean, Hugh, that's the point, right? This is all about context here. That How can you not see this through the lens of Breakin and Peterhead and Annan and Sterling Albion and hammerings from Celtic And watching them rub Rangers fan noses in it That's the context with which the Rangers fans are looking at this title Yeah, of course uh, Likewise, when Celtic stopped Rangers from getting 10 in a row They had been through all sorts of horror stories Including the collapse of the club But almost hours away from foreclosure uh, And then Fergus McCann taking over the club Now, Brian speaks of Dave King Dave King came in with one intention and one intention only, and that was to stop Celtic winning 10 in a row. So in uh, Johannesburg today, he can go down to the wine cellar for that uh, £3,500 bottle of wine that he had shipped over from London, and he can enjoy it today because, as Brian rightly says, Dave King and those who joined him took Rangers back from a dark, dark place. I never thought in my lifetime... And it's a fairly considerably long lifetime now. Uh, I never thought I'd see Rangers play Annan. I never thought I'd see them be a goal up on Aloha and lose at Aloha one dark midweek night and so on and so forth. Brian will know all the stories. But today, that decade of despair has come to an end uh, and uh, Rangers are only to be congratulated because no matter Celtic's troubles... Rangers have been exceptional on the park I mean Andy Halliday You are a boyhood fan of the club Who was fortunate enough to, to play for the club How does this stack up f- for you Compared to all the titles that, that you've seen? As historic as any of them And uh, you know Brian mentioned some good ones there That would have been Helicopter Sunday uh, no, The league that was won in seven minutes Against Kilmarnock Dunfermline In the last day of the season And listen They're always special as each other But it's been a long, long journey for these Rangers fans, and I think their loyalty has been tested more than more than ever. And they've stuck uh, stuck by through the club and uh, through thick and thin. And, and listen, they deserve this. And I think Brian's right to mention the likes of Dave King and and John Gilligan and Paul Murray because you know real Rangers men that went into the club when it was in disarray, stabilised the club and, and and set a set a goal to stop this ten in a row. And, and I'm sure they're celebrating as, as as much as anyone tonight. Thank you, Brian. Enjoy your evening. Let's bring in David, who's a Rangers fan from Pollock Shields. David, how would you sum up your emotions today? <laughs> well, again, just look, Brian. There, you've you, you've kept me on hold long enough that I can calm down a wee bit and start soaking some of this in. Uh, I'm a wee bit younger than Brian, to be fair. Um, I'm nearly forty-seven now, but I like Brian. I've been following them all my life. Um, you know. Graham Soon is turning up and revolutionised not only the club but Scottish football at that time through nine in a row and in there we had uh, the fantastic domestic treble and one goal away for the European Cup final in 92-93 up till now I've always considered that to be the best Rangers team I ever saw 
collectively, you know, over the course of a season. But um, whether it's Manchester in 2008, you know, I was there as well, and uh, Helicopter Sunday and 2003, last day of the season, winning the league by one goal, all fantastic titles. This tops the lot. Everything. Um, for 2012, from the very moment we dropped into that third division, all I heard for just about every Celtic fan and everybody from Tom Boyd to T- Tommy Sheridan, ten in a row, ten in a row, ten in a row. That's all. That that was the minimum requirement. I had a Celtic fan manager that worked with who even said that they would get up to sixteen in a row. Ridiculous. Um, I mean, it could have, who knows, it may have, you know, if we didn't get one, we'll figure it and sort it out. But as Brian said before me there, to Dave King, to the rest of the board, to Stephen Gerrard, Michael Beale, Gary McAllister, every other member of staff at that club, to every one of their players, and not just uh, the current group, but everybody that went before it, any Rangers player, any staff, any manager that's been with us right through this journey, starting with Alan McCoy and everybody in between, Jimmy Nichols, Stuart McCall, I thank every single one of them to the late Sandy Jard. Rest in peace, son. We've done it um, for that direction. Just everything that's happened these last 10 years that we've been through, and this is it. This is, we've done it. Their minimum requirement was to get to 10 in a row. They've failed. Their minimum requirement was to stop 10 in a row. We've won. I mean, I can and hear the can hear the the emotion in your voice, David. Clearly, um, cutting through. Was there ever a time when you thought this day wouldn't come? Now I know football fans are always optimistic and all the rest of it. But what what was the what was the lowest moment along the way? And how would you sort of contrast that to how you're feeling today? I think it was the Pedro Cusinha era. Um, I thought you know, obviously Warburton did a terrific job. Obviously, getting us up the second season in the championship uh, to get the promotion we were all riding on that wave at the start of the, the following season for whatever reasons things fell apart again uh, the manager and, and David Weir left at that time and then they bring in this complete unknown um, sure I you know like every other Rangers fan you want to support the manager no matter what but it really was a disaster that season and I think at that stage, um, I really started to fear the worst, I've got to be honest. Um, and think, you know, as I said, I literally had a Celtic fan that used to be my manager who talked about up to 16 in a row. I'm not kidding about that. Um, and, you know, you're getting to the stage, you think, are we actually going to be able to stop this 10? This is start, this is a, a big, big gap. You know, Celtic were absolutely flying under Brendan Rodgers, and quite rightly so. They were absolutely dominant. Um, so I, no, I definitely had fears that this day might not happen. But I'll tell you something else. From the, that very first press conference, when Stephen Gerrard sat at Ibrox, his very, very first interview, and they, they two words he said right at the end, what message have you got for the Rangers fans? Let's go. And by God, he's done it. And, and we've We've backed him all the way, and quite rightly so. And because of that backing for the Rangers fans and the board, the patience shown by everybody involved, we've finally mm-hmm. done, it. And we've done it in perfect time. Thank you to David. I mean, Hugh, you can hear the emotion in David's voice, and I suppose that that sort of sums it up, really, what it means to fans like him. Of course. Uh, this rivalry 
is about the supporters of both clubs who, in a small country, turn up in their tens of thousands when we could turn up in tens of thousands. There'd be 60,000 at Celtic Park and 50,000 at Ibrox. And the, the, the Rangers fans are quite right to recall that even in the bottom tier of Scottish football, they were having tens of thousands inside Ibrox, which was an, an astonishing show uh, of support for the club. So this is their day as much as the players. Uh, and, you know, there was a time when you did think Rangers are teetering on the brink here. Uh, when Celtic won seven in a row, they beat Rangers 5-0 at Celtic Park to win seven in a row. At that time, Rangers were on their knees. And that summer, Rangers brought in Stephen Gerrard. And I think Celtic lost the place at that point as well. Brendan Rodgers left mid-season. The season that came after seven in a row, he left mid-season. Clearly was not seeing eye to eye with the, the those who were running Celtic. And gradually, Celtic have decelerated and Rangers have accelerated. And here we are today at the finishing line. I mean, Andy Haldy, I get the sentiment and I'm sure lots of Rangers fans will, will agree with David and he's rhymed off a list of people who've been there along the journey and, and, and what it means perhaps on, on an emotional sense. But at the same time, it, it's it's this group and it's this manager that have really taken it to a new level, isn't it? Yeah, undoubtedly. You know, we're talking about how how good they've been this season. The one word to describe Rangers this season has just been relentless. A week in, week out, doesn't matter who they play, where they play, what time of day it is, they've been absolutely relentless in their, in their quest to stop 10 in their own. And listen, it's this group of players, it's this, it's this manager, it's these members of staff that, that deserve all the credit in the world. Because let's not forget, when this man was appointed in the job as an under-18s Liverpool coach, there was a lot of questions over it. And even then, going into the start of this season, having had his first two seasons as manager at Rangers, not winning a, uh, any piece of silverware, there was a lot of questions whether he could lose his job last year. But I mean, they were they were more than right to stick by him and and how he's prog- how he's progressed the football club and and a lot of boys in there that have been through a lot of tough times. They really really deserve this moment. I mean, Gordon, the performances, the results from start to finish, it's it's the type of title one you might expect from a team who's had years of dominance. They've looked so controlled. And convincing from from day one has there even there's there's not even been anything close to a wobble. There, there was no real point when 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 you would seriously have, have questioned Rangers this season. No, not at all. Uh, I think everyone's saying it, Gordon. How good they've been. If you look at a season just now, thirty two games and they've only lost nine goals. It's incredible. That is unbelievable. And they've scored seventy seven. So. As much as it means to the fans, and of course it means so much, it's the style that they've done it in. It's not been a case of just trying to drag themselves over a line. They've played attractive football. They've worked, and I said it yesterday, there was a squad. It was everyone playing their part. Whether you were a substitute, whether you were in the starting 11, whether you weren't even in the squad waiting to get an opportunity. Rangers had that this year. They really had a togetherness and it's worked for them, and it's shown on the pitch, and they deserve every bit of credit they're getting. I mean, Mark, there's that age-old saying, it's one of the truest in football, that the league table doesn't lie. The points total will speak for itself, and the goals for and against. On the calendar, the 7th of March, it's the earliest title triumph since Hibs won it back in 1902. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been inevitable for a long time now. Yeah, it's testament uh, to how Rangers have managed the season. You know, since that trip, that first game at Pataudry where they went up and were resolute and Ryan Kent scores the only goal of the game they continued in a similar fashion 
Every challenge that was put at them They have passed with flying cars And Stephen Gerrard You've got to say For Andy touching it An under 18's manager Coming to Scotland Into the Goldfish Bowl And managing Rangers The pressure on his shoulders he, He's thrived on it Now it's taken him a couple of years To get there And He's learned from his mistakes You know Going to Celtic Park We, we saw a glimpse at there On the TV screens Where he over you know, celebrated that that victory at Celtic Park. He'll learn from his mistakes, constantly saying we will remain humble this season. But, you know, he his team and his players have learned from the mistakes of the past. And, you know, how they've accomplished this mm. uh, title is remarkable. They've done it in remarkable fashion. They they have few goals have conceded and Daz touching it there. The amount of goals have scored, seventy seven this season, outstanding. Scott and Canvas Lang Here's a daft question How are you feeling today? Over the moon Absolutely fantastic That's it Go on Elaborate oh, no. Tell us I more I don't know what else to say mate I'm just <laughs> speechless I'm, just, I'm, I'm completely over the moon mate uh, Just been a fantastic journey You know I've got two boys And one of them Can never remember Rangers winning anything You know He's, he's 14 year old So he's never seen us Win anything So he's He's got tears in his eyes and everything. It's just unbelievable. What does that mean to you, watching that effect on him? Uh, can't put words on it, you know. Just the the dark days, you know, the journey we've been on, and he's never missed a game, you know. He's always excited, and uh, I just can't put it into words, mate. I can't. It's unbelievable. Fun. All the all the league titles we've won. Trebles with one, everything they're all just as important, you know. But this just means that wee bit, that wee bit more, you know. It's just, just unbelievable. Is that because of the? Is it because of the weight? Just, just the simple number of years, or is it about what happened within those ten years? Just the anticipation, you know, and then constantly getting ridiculed by other teams, and uh, just the, the anticipation of, of, of getting this one the other line, you know, something the ten that just means means so much, so much more, you know, especially for all the, the young boys that have not seen us win anything. I'm over the moon for them, you know. What's the key to it this season? Manager and togetherness with the squad. Uh, and the manager, the the graft him in his back room staff put in is just you couldn't put words on it, you know. You can see every interview. Couldn't have got a mere perfect guy for the job Scott, enjoy the rest of your night That was Scott and Canvas Lang We're going to be back taking plenty more of your calls We're here until 4 o'clock So there is a long old time to get your calls in 01419511025 The games are over The talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line if you're just joining us You've missed quite the day In Scottish football Celtic's 0-0 draw With Dundee United At Tannadice Means Rangers Are champions If you've been listening Then you will know Just what it means To the fans on the phone So far Very emotional start To the show After that long wait For a major piece of silverware It's over It's finally over And Rangers Are the Scottish Premiership champions For the 2020-2021 season Andy Halliday Is here Gordon Diel Mark Wilson And Hugh Keevans and we're here until four o'clock. So get your calls in and let us know how you are feeling. Graham's in Easter House. Take it away, Graham. All right, Gordon. How you doing? Brilliant. How are you? Hi, brilliant. Uh, oh, you'll be better than me, I would imagine. You need, you need, you need, you need to crank it up a bit. You'll be doing better than me, surely. Oh, I buzzing, mate. Just can't get out to celebrate. That's the only thing. Stay safe. I know it's. But how are you, how are you feeling in the house then? Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Grand wings are half a phone, and the boys buzzing in there. 
Superb I'm noticing that Graham right That so far that's a real theme About the The call so far is What it's meaning to people And their families Is, is what's kind of hitting home the most Is that the same for you? Aye Gordon I, I saw my first Rangers game in 1963 right And see when we were going to beat 5-4s and 5-9 I never thought we'd just win the league again We were that bad And Gerard came in Dave King came in Guys like Lee Wallace Lee McCulloch stood by us Even Andy Halley Got a mention after Gerard yesterday Thanking him for his performances So we've got a lot of people to thank for What's happened today And I'd just like to thank them all For everything they've done for us Do you seriously got to that point Graham, Where you thought That you, you might never win anything again? No I might not see it Because of my age You know what I mean? I just didn't see it happening Because Shiller were so far in front of us at one time And that's why Jared got the time I think They realised that it was not a two year project It was a long term thing And yet Hugh even even at that Even though it was it was meant to be long term I defy anyone to, to come on here and tell us that Firstly that they knew Rangers Or that they thought Rangers were going to win the league this season Maybe I, I would concede that some people out there But not like this Not in this fashion Not this early Not this convincing no, if I had said to you, Gordon, in late July, I'll tell you what will happen. Rangers will have the league wrapped up by the 7th of March. There'll be 21 points in front of Celtic. Celtic will have sacked their manager. Uh, you would have said, even by your standards, old fella, that's crazy. So, uh, you know, it, it has been a spectacular season from Rangers' perspective and a spectacularly awful season from Celtic's perspective. Uh, but... It's made more dramatic today for the Celtic fans because that's it. Their time is over for the time being. The 10 did not happen. Now the implications of not getting the 10 will kick in. But for the Rangers supporters, it is about looking ahead. You'd imagine they will only strengthen in the summer. Who knows how far they might go in this season's Europa League. The Champions League money that could come into the club will enable Rangers to become a more sustainable business and bring other players in. So the future, from Rangers' perspective, is bright and clear, and that is why Celtic must look at the immediate future and see how they can turn around what has turned into a shambles. Yeah, Andy, someone tweeted me earlier actually about that. I didn't re- realise you, you got name-checked off Stephen Gerrard yesterday. Does that made its way to you? How does that feel hearing that sort of recognition? Yeah, it did. And uh, I was a bit taken aback, to be honest. Uh, obviously, it meant a lot. Um, but in the same way, listen, it, it really meant a lot come for somebody of his stature. I realised how much playing for the club meant to me. Um, but I don't feel as if I deserve any type of credit. I think that the you know, the, the, member, the members of staff that are there that, uh, just now, the players... Listen, the kitchen staff, the physios, the, the masseuses, the people that are in there day in, day out, through highs and lows, supporting the players every single day, they deserve all the credit in the world. And like I said, there's there's nobody happier for them than me. How much will that mean to them? Because it's obviously the bit that you're never going to see. Yeah, you don't. And I, I, listen, I mentioned to you when I left the club, that that's what I was so dis- uh, disappointed about. I never got the chance to, to thank them for, for everything they gave me for five years. You know, the, the amount of times I went in with my face tripping me because you know, we've, we dropped points or whatever and they were always the ones that picked us up. And listen, they were brought up Rangers fans, so this 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 title that's came today it will mean so much to them, and I, I'm just delighted for them. Take us back then, day one, Stephen Gerrard. Uh, there and then, we're we're going to win the league. That's the aim. What, what was it? What what was the message that was put across? 
Oh, like I said, when I signed for the club in 2015, the message always was to stop 10 in a row. It was always going to be that that was a project. And listen, I've said it multiple times, being second as an old firm club is never good enough. So even when we lost the league in, in 2016, 17, 18, 19, criticism going to come our way and it's as simple as that. But I always felt since the day that Stephen Gerrard w- walked in the door, there was just a sense of belief that this guy's going to be the one that takes the club forward. And I think he'd done that. I think he's done that every single year. And albeit this is the first... Bit of silver where he's won at Rangers, but you can see the progress Rangers have made domestically and and even more uh, importantly European level. I mean they're competing with these teams in Europe week in week out, and and uh, the job he's done bringing in players, making players that were already there better, doing what a good manager does, and uh, listen. Deserves all the credit in the world, and I'm absolutely delighted for everybody that's associated with the football club. Did he outline that at the outset? You, you know, was it all He's, was it mentioned then about it, it being a realistic aim to go on and win the league? In 2017, we got knocked out in the first round of the Europa League off a of progress, a part-time club in Luxembourg, and let's be honest, it was nothing short of a shambles. In his first meeting, I remember him saying, "Our first protocol was get qualified for the Europa League," and to be honest, Gordon, I was sitting there thinking, "It's a big ask." I mean, we got knocked out in the first round last mm. year. Did I feel as if the squad's capable? I'm not sure, but he he just he outlined his intentions for the get go, how he wanted to to take forward the club, and like I said, we managed to we managed to achieve that, and it was always about bridging the gap to Celtic because listen, Celtic dominated domestic football for nine years, fantastic football club, fantastic team under uh, under Brendan Rodgers, and and deservedly won a number of titles, but but bit by bit, this manager's improved, this team improved, this squad, I felt as if the squad was capable last year to do it, but ultimately I just thought the mentality wasn't there, but this year. The mentality, like I said, to be relentless, you've got to be mentally strong. And I'm looking at it right here. 32 games, 28 wins, 4 draws, 77 goals and 9 goals against. So, I mean, they've won it in the 7th of March and that sums it up. I mean, they deserve it and they've been absolutely flawless all season. What would you say about the manager, Gordon? You'll remember this show. Yes, he's Steven Gerrard, but he's Mm. an under-18s manager. He's never managed before. He's coming to a club of this size. He's up against... A Celtic team that are winning everything So many doubts And by the way Not only from the outside The Rangers fans I'm sure won't uh, Have selective memories over this There were plenty in there as well Who questioned whether that was the right direction And yeah Maybe maybe it took longer than some people wanted But today they got their answer Yeah anybody will tell you Going from a player to management Gordon Is completely different It's a very difficult job He had to come in He had to learn And he built the team year by year And as Andy said the project was always to stop 10 in a row and he had to get that timing right. I think this season from, and I've said it in this show a number of times since the beginning of the season, his transfer business, his plan, everything to start the season was in place. Mm. It was perfect. He's grown as a manager. There's no doubt. You go and look at probably Stephen Jack. There was a lot of criticism sometimes in the beginning about the substitutions as well. Nobody talks about that. His squad has been terrific. His tactical moves have been very good because he's coming up against real good teams in Europe as well and he's handled himself brilliantly and I think the Rangers fans love listening to him after games as well. They like listening to what he's got to say. So I think he's grown into being a Rangers manager and... Dicing on the cakes today for him uh, On some serious stuff Police are urging Rangers fans Not to gather in Glasgow After that title win The statement's gone out um, From Chief Superintendent Mark Sutherland um, Saying aware of proposed gatherings In George Square and Ibrooks In line with current Scottish Government Coronavirus guidelines All gatherings are currently prohibited And we would urge members of the public To comply with these restrictions Hugh Keevans We are all as football obsessed As the next people And we understand 
how emotional that is. The Rangers fans absolutely deserve to enjoy their moment. The, the, the problem is life is a little bit unfair at the moment, and it would be irresponsible of us to say anything other than please stay safe and stay at home if you can. Well, you've paid attention to your responsibilities, Gordon, but you're wasting your time because the fans will gather uh, and nothing will stop them. Uh, and they will say that they've waited 10 years for this moment and they're going to have their moment. So uh, all that we can do is do what you have just done, and that is uh, uh, issue the warning as given out by Police Scotland. Uh, Jason Leach, the medical officer for Scotland, uh, is already on record as saying that the gatherings could damage the SFA's chances of staging the Euro 2020 matches at Hamden. But I'm very much afraid that the emotions of the Rangers supporters have taken over. They will gather and they will not be told not to gather. Some people might because unfortunately everything is meant to be more important. Um, nothing is more important, I should say, than staying safe at the moment. Whether that's football or family or friends, it's rubbish, it's unfair, but that, that's where we're at. So please do what you can. Um, let's bring in Craig in Bells Hill and see how he's feeling today. Hi, Craig. Hi, Gordon. Um, an understatement, I think. Um, I'm 22, so I was going to high school and Rangers got relegated. Um, Ten years of being the butt of the jokes and all that. I've got Celtic pals who hopefully are listening so they can hear the, the glee in my voice, but it's well worth the wait. Um, Gerard's done an amazing job and I'm hearing fireworks at my back, but the team as well. It's This season, seeing the, the hunger and the desire for every goal and every win, as a Rangers fan, it just it, it swells your heart. It's brilliant. That might just be an average afternoon in Bells Hill, to be fair, Craig, with this, the fireworks. I don't know. Um, but how much how much does that, that feed into the emotional side of it? As you say, that being the butt of the jokes, because teams in various countries have had to wait long times to, to win a title, but very few places are like this place, Craig, where it's that goldfish bowl. And for, I don't know, 90% of the people, you know, you're one or the other. And if it's not going your way, my goodness, you're you're told about it. Is that really fed into the the joy that you feel at the moment? Yeah. Um, again, I was maybe one of the more cautious Rangers fans. Um, even in November, after uh, winning the Parkhead, we still could not get a shot on target. My thought was, this has got to be a helicopter Sunday moment. This got to the butt, uh, got to be the finish line. But it's just it's overwhelming. And the joy, the jubilation, whatever you want to call it, it's just, it's overwhelming. It's brilliant. What's been the the thing that's surprised you the most this season then? Um, no, it's the consistency, I think, for the, the Rangers team. Um, last season, the season before, there was times where we were going on amazing runs and then all of a sudden it just fell away. Um, after... New Year's last year would be last season was probably the, the highlight but just the fact that apart from the cup game where we lost against, against the Mam, every game they've came out it just seems like it's the same team it's the same desire it's the same hunger um, and apart of that might be the fact that Celtic have imploded on a, a grand scale um, but it just seems like the confidence whatever Gerard's been saying to them during the, the training the build up whatever it just seems to come out with a belief of, oh, don't know, we, we are good enough. We are going to win this. And it's been great. <laughs> it's, ah, brilliant. 
I mean Mark The timeline of this season You remember it It's starting off in August And then you, you, you reach certain milestones Okay you know let's, let's wait and see what happens When Celtic play Rangers For the first time And, and then that game comes and goes and then it started becoming about sort of well games in hand and, and let's let's see what happens then and oh, well, it's January Rangers hate January they'll collapse in January and then more games in hand and so on you get the feeling everyone and even a lot of Rangers fans might admit this as well were waiting for the the collapse that just never came yeah yeah and when you look at Andy touched on how Steven Gerrard has progressed the club steadily over a number of years but I don't even think he. Could have foreseen the success that Rangers would have this season and and how good they would be. If you think it's almost a year to the day where they lost at home to Hamilton and that followed a defeat at Tynecastle and Steven Gerrard questioned his players' desire and hunger. I think he questioned himself at that point. To skip forward a year and to make the strides that they've made is is unbelievable. Um, so I don't even think he could foresee it. But they have ticked every box. They have. Uh, you know, stood up to every challenge that's been put to them and passed with flying colours. That might have been the lowest, well, I think it would have been the lowest point of his time, of Stephen Gerrard's, Andy, that spell that, that Mark mentions. What what was said on the back of that then? Was there, did, did he come back in again and, you know, right, don't worry, we can still go on from there? Did, did the doubts ever start to creep in then? Oh, well, I mean, Daz and Mark will tell you when you're a part of a football club and you've got an ultimate goal when you've got defeats it's so important to not get too low and and try and obviously bounce back the next game to the ultimate achievement at the end of the season but it's difficult when you're playing at a club of this size and this magnitude when you've got thousands and thousands of people across the world I mean you're relying on them and they're relying on you to try and get the results for, for the team in the football club and, and that was a real low point I remember the Hamilton game like it was yesterday to be honest and and like I said, I always felt that the squad was more than capable to to challenge Celtic that season. And it very, very quickly slipped away after that that run of games that Mark just mentioned there. But that's why I've got to mention that I just feel as if there was a mentality shift this year. You could see from you know interviews after old firm wins, big wins when they've you know, scored a winner in the last minute, even when they're winning five, six nil and blowing teams out the water, they've always just mm-hmm. took it a game at a time. I think that's something that that never really happened that year. I mean, you've seen the celebrations when when the team obviously won at Parkhead because you, you, you just felt it was close and again like Craig said I, I, I felt as if the, the title this season would go to the wire I really did because I mean Celtic have mm. been a great team as well there's no there's no doubt in that but I mean the mentality shift mm. co- co- combined with, mm-hmm. with how Rangers have performed as a squad this year it's ended yeah, up in yeah, I was going to say that that's interesting because although they've brought players in and have improved the squad you think it's more about the mentality the psychology rather than just simply being a you know, a better football team. Yeah, and listen, and having a good manager and a good coach that gets the best out of his no, but players. They had the, they had yeah, them last season. Though, yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. they did. But I still think it's important to 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 mention the likes of Alfredo Morelos, Ryan Jack, these James Tavernier. These players were there before Stephen mm-hmm. Gerrard came in the door, but he made everyone better. And I think that's a a combination. And, and listen, the amount of times people have asked me who's Rangers player of the year, how could you choose? There's probably six or seven complete standout candidates. But not only that, the other 17, 18, 19 players, when mm. when their number's been called upon, they've delivered. So it's you can't finger point one thing at why Rangers have, uh, have managed to do it this year. But for me, mentality has certainly been the biggest shift. Uh, let's thank you to Craig and Belsill. We'll bring in Sean. Sean, describe what the afternoon's been like for you. Oh, it's amazing. I've wrecked my carpet. I've um, plumbed champagne oil on my carpet. So anybody knows any uh, carpet washers out there? 
Also, it's cold overnight, so I wouldn't get my carpet washed, but never mind. <laughs> At least it's champagne. You can see, yeah. you can see. Champagne. I've never put it in your mouth. It's horrible, man. But, yeah, hey, this one, um, 55 today, that is better than Helicopter Sunday. We are finally back. We're going places. And, to be honest, I think we'll even go further in Europe. There's every chance you that, that's, that's the next step I mean I guess today Is about enjoying the day It's hard to enjoy it too much When you've spilt champagne All over your carpet <laughs> I mean These things These things do happen But yeah, You never know Mark Well listen Sean's obviously euphoric And he makes a good point About Europe as well I thought you were going to say About the carpet About the carpet What is it You, you pour red wine Or white wine Is it to take Don't it out Don't pour red wine In your <laughs> carpet Not red wine band. Sean No yeah. white wine Bleach Try and bleach About <laughs> Europe I, I mean that's the thing The pressure of a stopping 10 in a row Is one thing But they've done it In you know two fronts here They're still in me A realistic uh, chance To progress even further And that would just cap off What's already been a remarkable season for Stephen Sean Jarrett. I'm going to let you go you need to get that carpet sorted before the damage sets in thank you to Sean this has all been the fruits of a long labour for Rangers over the last few years over this season but it was confirmed today because Celtic couldn't do the business we'll hear from John Kennedy next after they play you have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson Andy Halliday and Gordon DL are here Hugh Keevans is joining us as well and we want to hear from you on the phones on what is a monumental day for you Rangers fans it's funny how if you get too far ahead Gordon you could you could almost threaten to burst the bubble by pointing out that Liverpool are losing again and are they going to sack Jurgen Klopp and who will they look to next but no we won't do that we, won't, we can't do can't that can't do today. that Today. But that was just my way of telling you that Liverpool are, are losing <laughs> at home to Fulham at half time. We're watching that game in here and uh, yeah, don't know what's going on there. So let's bring in Matt, who's a Rangers fan from Pollock. What's on your mind tonight, Matt? What's on my mind is oh, happy days are here again, right? I've got a, a, a son, Matthew, who's a Celtic mad. For 10 years I've put up with this boy. He may abuse. I had to bar him through the house, block his number on the phone. And I just want to say, Matthew, come home. Your daddy's all happy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy misses you. See, right, hold on. Seriously, you barred your own son from the house. I tell you, lads. She's sitting before the lockdown watching Celtic and Rangers. I had Craig, my oldest, but my young, my second oldest, to my right, Rangers fan. Matthew to the left, Celtic fan. I swear to God, my, my, my father, oh, Tommy, rest his soul, gave me the decision to support Rangers. He was Celtic daft. So I'd done the same. Unfortunately, Matthew fell out the pram and he was away and bang his seat. He's a killer, I swear to God, for 10 years I've had that boy saying, Yes, yes, in my ear, in my ear. I mean, that's it, you're bad. Never come back to my house, blocked his phone. <laughs> oh, God, and I mean, what happened today is brilliant. I mean, I can get my oldest boy back and I can celebrate Rangers stopping 10 in a row. Has he, uh, has he picked up the phone to congratulate you yet? Well, no, he done. He phoned me before the game. He says, "Ha ha, father, it's not happening today, and we're going to end your run in Park in two weeks' time." I says, "Matthew, goodbye, bing, one half." Hugh Evans, nothing will surprise you in this city, I'm sure. No, not at all. Uh, and uh, I'm very glad that Matt's come on and uh, introduced that element of humour to it all. I do understand the day is heavy with emotion. But there always has to be room for the, the, the lighter side of life as well. And that's a great story because, you know, Andy Halliday's a govern man. I was born across the River Clyde in Partick. I have lived in this city for over 70 years. I understand. 
as Andy Halliday does, the intensity of the rivalry, the way it can divide families and divide whole communities. It's great when it's channeled properly. It's horrible when it's not channeled properly. But Matt's come on and he has channeled it properly and then some. I think there's a debate to be had about whether banning your own son from the house is channeling it properly or not, but we'll maybe get back to that. Oh, can we? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I thought you <laughs> might say that. Um, but Mark, there are two sides to every story. So whilst Andy Halliday might understand how this works, so do you. And for all the, the, the Rangers fans are absolutely buzzing. How do you think the Celtic fans will be feeling? I'm hoping to hear from some of them on the phones at some point. How would you how would you yeah, imagine they're feeling? Well, they've got to be furious, surely. I mean, they've been furious all season because of how it's panned out and the lack of challenge. But I think today their feelings will, will you know, be pretty much that the performance is seen symptomatic of Celtic season. Um, I touched on it. The rebuild has to start just now. I, I can't wait till till summer. Uh, the emotion is raw just now. There has to be wheels moving behind the scene to, to get things in place for July the 1st because Celtic fans won't stand for a project of a couple of years' time or, or will win the title back in three and four years' time. They want it instant. They've had success for so long that tasting defeat uh, is going to be a bitter pill to swallow. Um, Matt, how would, are you expecting you to now wind up your son for the next year until we find out who wins next year's title? Are you planning on getting serious revenge or will you let it slide? Well, we know how good it is. It's my 60th birthday in July the 30th and I've sent him an invitation already to come. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I thought Matt was actually like, I thought he was like hamming this up a little bit at the start, but he's now making a big deal about inviting his own son to his own birthday party, which makes me he think was, he's serious. He was joking, but yeah. I think he's serious as well. I, do, I really do I think yes I think that's what it means to uh, Rangers and Celtic supporters Celtic were so looking forward to trying to do 10 in a row Rangers stopped them and Rangers have now got the bragging rights Matt it's a, a truly mental situation you've got going on so I'm going to leave you to it that was Matt and Pollock what about Aaron um, he's in Denny but he's originally from Govan and that might just tell a story as to how you're feeling tonight Aaron alright how are you doing how are you doing more importantly I am good, Ce- celebrating like usual, but I just want to get my point across. I just want to say, say, I know a lot of fans will be getting celebrating today with all their pals and that, but I really don't think they should. Yeah, I mean, I think we've said that, Aaron. I don't know if that horse is bolted. Clearly, everyone needs to, to be safe whilst you get the, the emotional side of it. Pff, it's, it's We're not allowed to do anything at the moment. So, yeah, I, I do acknowledge that. You, you're doing the, the, the safe thing, which is fine. How are you feeling, though, amongst that? Well, I'm... Absolutely buzzing I'm sitting in the house Having a couple of drinks Like Say just Celebrating Did you want to do it today And get it over as soon as possible Or, or Would you have rather done it Next time out against Celtic I'm sure you don't care now But I'm, I'm thinking before the game I, I just wanted to get it I just wanted to get it over the line As soon as possible I didn't care whether we'd done it Today Or at Parkhead I really didn't care I'm just happy we've done it now I mean Andy that's it That's the end goal You said when you signed for the club Five years ago That it was all about Stopping this 10 And they've done it I don't want to look too far ahead now Because this is This is Rangers day For, for celebrating But a big game in Europe this week I wonder will the Will the players They enjoyed their night last night Will it be Will it be Round two this evening Or a bit more of a Conservative approach Maybe maybe a couple Just to celebrate Because it has been Such a long journey And it's uh, I mean it's what everybody set out to achieve For, for a number of years now And they've, they've finally done it But 
when I'm talking about the mentality shift, I've no doubt uh, with the manager and the squad of players they've got going just now, they know they still know how big this game is on Thursday, and they've obviously got the carrot of going unbe- uh, unbeaten, and they're still too old for them uh, to come. And listen, even though you've got bragging rights with, with winning the league and not uh, whatnot, Celtic Celtic fans and Celtic players may no different. They'll just be wanting to win the next old firm game. And I think that that mentality shift at Rangers will still be going into the Thursday because listen, they're in the last sixteen Europa League against Slavia Prague. They, I don't think there's any doubt whatsoever that they, in the back of their head, they, they feel as if they can go far in the competition. So by th- by Thursday night, I've no doubt whatsoever they'll be ready to go. I mean, this is different. There's n- there never have been a celebration like this under him. But Stephen Gerrard, we mentioned him being an intense character earlier. Is he the type that lets you let no, your hair down? No. I mean, I've, really. I, I've mentioned it before. Uh, you know, as football players, and especially when you're at bigger clubs and eyes are all on you all the time, you, you don't really get a chance to, to go out and celebrate. You know, I mentioned my, my first old firm game when we beat um, Celtic in the semi final. We, we played Hibs three days later to win the league. So I'd won my first old firm game, but I had to go back to the house for an early night, and it was just a strange <sighs> feeling. And, and Stephen, I, I know, and, and listen, you then look forward to your Christmas night out because it's your one chance to, to let your hair down and, and bond with your teammates and, and celebrate any success you might have. But Stephen Gerrard was always wanting to try and curtail it as much as possible. And I, I think that's just down to the professionalism he had as a player and, and, and why he had such a long and successful career. So I'm no, I've no doubt that they'll have a couple to celebrate tonight, but I'm pretty sure that he'll make sure it's uh, it's um, it's it's stopped pretty early and, and, and all guns blazing by the time Thursday comes. Aaron, how much praise are you giving to your manager? Who are the players that get your attention? After oh, I'm that? giving all the praise I can. I mean, the praise is certainly on Stephen Gerrard, especially, and then you've got players like everyone's done their bit. I mean, Tavernier, Morelos, everyone's done their bit. Like, even I feel those few minutes he's had on the pitch out with injury as well, and Stephen Davis, can't applaud him far enough. I mean, everyone's done amazing in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, the, the, to be fair, Hugh, you don't, you don't get this level of success by just one or two individuals. It's, it's bound to be that collective effort. You remember last Monday, Gordon, on the Super Scoreboard, all the calls about Alan McGregor and he should be player of the year. Uh, and we were saying, you know, but I mean, it'd be unfair to make the goalkeeper the player of the year. And I got a text during the programme from uh, a neighbour of mine to say, the fans love McGregor. So, you know, people will have their personal preferences. Stephen Davis, as I said, delivers a master class most weeks in the middle of the park. Tavernier has led from the front and been inspirational. Morelos is now in the best form he's known since being a Rangers player. Everywhere you look, there are success stories. Aribo, Kent, Jack, Arfield. That's why you win the league. And that's why today it's all party hats and streamers for the Rangers players, management and supporters. And why today will come as a monumental blow to everyone at Celtic because this is the arithmetical confirmation that their time is over. For how long it is over, that's up to Celtic. Plenty of more time for your calls. Get them in 01419511025. We could be speaking to you next. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. 01419511025. Mark Wilson, Andy Halliday, Gordon DL, Hugh Keevans, all here. You're spoiled for choice. Get your calls in. Lots of happy Rangers fans 
on the phones so far I'm pretty sure that will be the same Between now and 4 o'clock If you want to put the other side across Celtic fans How does it feel to officially have it confirmed That the domestic dominance has come to an end for now It did end in a pretty limp performance up at Tannadice A goalless draw Here's what John Kennedy had to say after that one For the most part, good in terms of performance level uh, Good energy, you know, aggressive in a play Good running off the ball as well Created loads and loads of chances You know, In terms of, uh, for a number of weeks It's the most we've probably created um, But ultimately you got to put the ball in the net And we didn't manage to do that So disappointed we didn't win the game And there weren't, they weren't no, you know, half chances There was a lot of big chances there We should be taking Taken and, and, and we could have put the, bed to, the uh, game to bed at half time, probably, you know, the chances we had, but we didn't. You know, Dundee United instant in the game becomes very stretched in the end because we've, you know, threw several attacking players on the pitch and nothing to lose and having a go. Um, but we should have won the game, but we didn't. It's been a rough season, um, but ultimately we got to face up to the fact that we've you know, not been good enough this year and Rangers have been better than us, and that's why, like, why they've won the league. But, you know, we've had such a a long spell of dominance, um, not just in the league but in the competitions as well. You know, and this has been a setback for us, but we can't stand back and, you know, uh, feel sorry for ourselves and, and think, oh well, that's gone. We've got to keep driving forward because Scottish Cup to play for, you know, and then for the players squad, it's about moving forward and make sure they're ready for the next challenge. Yeah, I mean, Mark, don't feel sorry for ourselves, but at the same time, right now it's, it's, it's today, it's fresh. This will. I mean, I guess it will sting for the Celtic fans. Maybe the inevitability about it over the last couple of weeks has has allowed them time to come to terms with it. Uh, well, it will be tough to to come to terms with it. John touched on it there. Celtic have had such a spell of dominance that they they just became used to winning everything. So when you take that away, you know that feeling of winning, it will sting. I mean, the players will take a bit of time to get over it. The fans, you know, won't forgive. Easily what's went on at the club this year But they cannot stand still They can't just accept it um, They need to start making progress now John touched on the Scottish Cup That would be signs of progress If, if Celtic could get some silverware I think the guys mentioned the show yesterday It's been uh, what four years uh, that Celtic have went you know, Winning trophy after trophy uh, And they've never had a spell Where they haven't had silverware in that time So it's, it becomes important that they... Start putting together um, Some forms of recovery That will start in two weeks time When they welcome Rangers to Celtic Park um, You know Rangers don't need anything from that game But they can Celtic can Try and make a mark Take Rangers unbeaten run Away from them to, to salvage uh, Well anything from this season Yeah I mean Hugh Did today sum it all up in a way? Yeah I mean It, it was inevitable You know when Rangers won yesterday And the players celebrated with the fans at the end that was a team celebrating winning the league, uh, but as everyone wanted, they wanted that arithmetical confirmation. They got it today. We've spoken since two o'clock, Gordon, about the intensity of the rivalry in this city. I am not exaggerating one bit when I say what's happened today will feel like a bereavement for the Celtic supporters. They have lived high in the hog for nine years. Ten in a row was the Holy Grail. As Andy Halliday has said, when he joined the club, everything was about stopping ten in a row. Everything has been about winning ten in a row for the Celtic fans. And today, there will be a sense of utter devastation, anger and a demand that Celtic move forward after calamitous buying in the transfer front, with the exception of Greg Taylor and David Turnbull. And they have created 
an awful mess and they've done it to themselves. So the Celtic fans will be looking to the club to see how they bail themselves out of this trouble. Laurie's a Celtic fan from Denison on the line. Laurie, I know that you knew this day was coming eventually, but with confirmation, how much does this sting as a Celtic fan today? Uh, Gordon, hugely disappointing. But before I enlarge on that, can I say, uh, if I can, that uh, I do voluntary work for the British Art Foundation, as you probably know. On Monday last, I well lost a colleague from a shop in Glasgow, Davy McBain, after a short illness courageously born against cancer. Davy was a lifelong Rangers fan, Gordon. Uh, and uh, because of restrictions uh, attending uh, services, regrettably most of the shop uh, staff won't be able to attend his service at the crematorium next week. So I'd just like to briefly say, Davy, you'll be sorely missed. And in the words of a song that was very close to your heart, big man, you were and always will be simply the best. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Laurie. Really am, and I know it's it's difficult times. Um, and that was you know nice of you to offer up that and kind of put the the rivalry to one side. Obviously, we acknowledge things are far more important um, than that. Just with your your football hat on, how does it feel to have that confirmation today? I think, to be honest with you, Gordon, I, there's a certain amount of resignation uh, towards uh, what happened today. Uh, one thing I do have to say is uh, I've listened to people uh, for weeks, if not months. Uh, coming on the phone and saying that Celtic have imploded, they've shot themselves in the foot, uh, and self-inflicted. I think that in, in tone is to entirely disrespectful towards Rangers' achievements. Rangers haven't won the league by default. Rangers have won the league as decisively and emphatically as they have because they've been the best team. It's as plain and simple as that. Uh, the, the stats speak for themselves 28 wins and 4 draws uh, and a massive goal differential uh, here on in uh, Celtic now, the fight back starts in a fortnight's time where hopefully they'll be able to get a morale boosting uh, victory uh, I'm not going to start uh, looking uh, you know, for scapegoats or hurling recriminations at people I do think perhaps that one individual who has to carry the can I was Nicky Hammond because the recruitment has been absolutely diabolical. Uh, Rangers got their, their signings in early in the season uh, and they had a solid look about them. Celtic were signing loan players in a season where we should be making history by one in ten in a row. The other guys that were signed uh, just weren't uh, good enough to come up to, to scratch. Uh, I think that next term, uh, Celtic, we can't really afford... Uh, to go for an unproven manager. I know that John Kennedy is a bookie's favourite. Uh, we've got to sell season tickets uh, in the closed season. Football's a business and there's no sentiment in business. Uh, and I think it requires uh, the signing of a manager with a proven pedigree uh, and track record. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of Celtic fans out there will echo uh, what Laurie's saying there about the management situation. Obviously, there's some people inside uh, Celtic Park really keen on John Kennedy. It's been mentioned quite often in this programme. That's what he was sort of a groom for to become the next Celtic manager. You know, working under the guys like Brendan Rodgers, under Neil Dyla and people like that. Um, but I do agree. And I've got to say, I think Laurie's bang on the money. I think Nicky Hammond must come in for a bit of criticism. Because the signings, we look today, Gordon, 
Now take Lee Griffiths out of the equation Celtic need a goal at Tannadice to keep this league going Just for another two weeks, whatever it may be It was always in the bag for Rangers anyway They've got 8 million quid's worth 8 million quid's worth of strikers sitting on their bench And John Kennedy has not got the faith in any of the two To put on the park against Dundee United So there have been mistakes The money that they've spent in Duffy as well The goalkeeping situation has been horrendous So of course as much as Neil Lennon suffered by losing his job John Kennedy I don't mm. think will get the Celtic manager's job But Nicky Hammond must take a bit of that responsibility Along with Peter Lawwell mm. as well I mean Hugh Laurie very fair of them wanting to point out don't take anything away from Rangers they, they've won it and um, you know it's not like they've been handed it but both things can be true we are able to give Rangers credit whilst acknowledging Celtic's failings you know both can be true and in fact interesting that Laurie and Gordon mentioned Nicky Hammond because there is, there's one case in point Andy's telling you he thinks that it's been a big mentality shift there is no Rangers signing that didn't really work out this season and that's played a big part as well. No, there are two sides to every story and the Rangers' side of the story is self-explanatory. Sign good players, manager improved himself, never mind the players, uh, and have been outstanding all season long. Uh, but the obligation that we have, or that I certainly have and you have, Gordon, is to look at this in a journalistic fashion. And the most dramatic part of it all is the way Celtic have fallen apart. And Nicky Hammond, if he's still in the job next season, that's negligence on Celtic's part. Because how you can sign Barkas, Bolingoli, Ayeti, waste the money on Duffy, it is criminal from a Celtic supporter's perspective. And this mess has to be tidied up now. And John Kennedy spoke very well in the clip that you played because he acknowledged Rangers, first of all. He said Rangers were better than us, and that's why they're the champions. So he has acknowledged that very well. Again, to go back to the rivalry, if Rangers beat Celtic comprehensively twice before the season gets to an end, it would be impossible for Celtic to stand up John Kennedy and say, here is our next manager. So he has to do well in those two games, or I fear he will not become the Celtic manager. But where they get the manager from, I do not know. There'll be no Rafa Benitez, there'll be no Roberto Martinez, there'll be no Roy Keane. Uh, and where they get them, I, I, I say, I'm not sure about Eddie Howe. I just, I've never understood this fascination with Eddie Howe. So... If it's not John Kennedy, I don't know who it will be. Thank you very much to Laurie on the line 01419511025. Let's bring in William, who's a Rangers fan. Describe the scenes in your house at full time today, William. Uh, hello, Gordon and panel. I absolutely brilliant. As your producer said, right? He asked me how I felt uh, when we won that league. Well, that last five minutes, you didn't know. You didn't know. Well, I didn't know how I was feeling. You know what I mean? But soon as soon as that final whistle, I just went, yes, get in there, you know what I mean? And my brothers came, and oh, we're just getting high fives. You get that one, Gordon, high fives? I said, I said to you, right, I said months ago, right, I'd be the first to go, 10 was only a number, and one's only a number. I said, I'd be the first one to congratulate Celtic if they won it, but I said, I'd be the first one to go if they did. I want to salute the players, I want to salute the staff, the squad, 
especially Stephen Gerrard, and most of all, a lot of our great fans. We've been through this for 10 years, as Hugh says, to East Fife, to your Annans, your Stenhouse Smears, all the way to the very top. In my opinion, next year, we're already 10 points in front, because Celtic are in a bad way. We're 10 points in front, it's up to them to chase, and we welcome the chase, as that plane said today, absolutely brilliant. Andy Haldy was flying that plane actually So it's good to have him um, on the show um, I must admit Um, Yeah I mean William's clearly delighted William how much of this has felt like a long time coming? Oh uh, Gordon Well it's 10 years obviously isn't it? You know what I mean? As I said to you that last five minutes a day That felt like 10 years You know what I mean? Unbelievable I was counting down every second Kicking every ball with Dundee United I was actually a Dundee United plan for five minutes there but no, nah, it's been a long, long, long time coming. Well, I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't see that coming a few years ago. Sorry. I bet you didn't see you supporting Dundee United coming a few years ago. Oh no, I, I did not. No, because they're they're a, they're a big hate club for us Rangers fans for obvious reasons, right? But I was supporting for five minutes a day. I will admit that, right? But uh, aye, but we, we deserve it. No, I mean, as a panel says, Rangers deserve it. It's no, it's just no Celtic failings, God. Rangers have been absolutely brilliant. Forty-seven goals that I was too conceded. How good is that? Are all the clean sheets. You know what I mean? Very good would be the answer, Andy. The, yeah. the, is the perf- now you have been in that dressing room. You know the manager. You know the players. You said that you thought they had the squad capable. They must have still surprised you though with what they've oh. kicked on to. How much? To the moon. To the moon. It's. I mean, like I said, I, I felt as if that Rangers were more than capable of winning like this year. But I felt it would go to the wire under no circumstances. I think I'd be standing here on the seventh of March and, and Rangers being crowned champions. So listen. Uh, like I said, William, Aaron, Matt, Sean, Craig, Graham, Scott, David, Brian, every Rangers fans that phone up today, they all deserve it. And 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 every single player that's involved in the squad this year certainly deserves it as well. It's it's been a long, hard road, but uh, everybody's been saying over the last few years that Rangers need to bridge a gap to Celtic, but remarkably, it's flipped up head side down in 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 more ways that I could even imagine. I I never thought it could, it would possibly be this comfortable, but like I said, Rangers have been absolutely flawless throughout the full season and. And with two old firms uh, games to go, I've no doubt that they'll be trying to, to do the clean sweep over Celtic throughout the season. Okay, I know it'll mean a lot to them all. I won't ask you to go around every single member of the squad. How will a, a couple of individuals, I don't know, ones yeah. that you perhaps know particularly well or ones that it might mean that extra special bit to, how will they be feeling? I, the captain, for instance. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, you look at the likes of Alan McGregor, Steve Davis, brought up Rangers fans, it'll mean a, a hell of a lot to them. But for me, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to see James Tavenier win the league and I, and I can't wait to see the day where he's going to lift that trophy above his head because for five years for me, I think he's been an underrated player. He's been an underrated leader. I think he's a... Uh, his commitment and his his quality that he brings to the club is some somehow just been under uh, under question and under criticism. All because this, all because this 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 league uh, winners medal or this silverware's not been won at the season. And I've always felt that he's been a victim of the team's success. So he's came under a fair amount of criticism over the five years, but he's, he's certainly stood up to the plate and been counted for as a leader this year. So I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to see him eventually lift the league title. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, serial loser. Never a Rangers captain And by the way That that came from Rangers fans as well yeah. Sometimes On this show um, The whole Programme notes Debacle As yep. everything was Unravelling a little bit Previously um, how, how did he take Those moments were there, were there ever times That that stuff did get to him It reacted the way Somebody should When they play with a big football club He understands the pressure And the 
and the scrutiny that comes with the job and certainly when you wear that armband the, the scrutiny comes a little bit more I think if you asked him to this day I, I think he'd realise he made a mistake in the programme notes I don't think that what he meant came across the way it was sort of portrayed over, over programme notes but listen he shouldn't have said what he said it didn't look great but I don't think anyone can stand and tell me that James Tavener's not been stood up and counted for throughout the five years even in bigger games he's always been one that's performed I think his consistency levels have always been there. There's always been question marks over the defensive side of the game, but I still think he's been pretty consistent. But one thing I will say is he's improved every single year, and this year he's been, he's been a. I mean, he set the standard throughout the team throughout the season. Mark, how much of that is do you recognise? How much praise does James Tavernier deserve, and and then for Stephen Gerrard as well, because the players improved, so he's done that himself. But I'm sure the coaching staff have helped him. Yeah, hugely so. I, I mean, he, James Tavernier's been there a number of years now, witnessed a number of managers. Stephen Gerrard has certainly got the best out of him. Gary McAllister as well and Beal as well got the best out of him. For me, he's been the player of the season, not only for Rangers, but in the league this year. Uh, his return has been remarkable. He's been there through the bad times and Andy, Andy touched on it perfectly. You know, if there's anybody that deserves it, um, it it's him because he has been heavily criticised. I've, I've criticised him on this show in years gone by for the defensive side of the game and what he brings attacking sense is outstanding but to be part of that defence for so many games that have conceded only nine goals this season tells you how much he's improved and he, he deserves huge credit. Uh, let's... Thank William We'll send him on his way Enjoy your evening Let's bring in Alan In Alawa How are you feeling about it all Alan? Absolutely elated Ecstatic And absolutely Well done Rangers uh, Good afternoon panel Sorry Good afternoon everybody no, 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 I'm more than happy Andy for you to go right into your point Don't you worry And uh, Andy Halliday Good afternoon to you man Thank you Alan Thank you Good afternoon Specifically uh, you Andy yeah. Not interested uh, in the rest of us Mm-hmm and the panel, of course. I'm sorry about <laughs> no, that. I'm just a kind of ecstatic. It's been a long time coming. I've been supporting Rangers now since uh, 49 years now, and uh, I've been the highs and lows. Of course, when we won the nine in a row as well, and then we lost out to Kilmarnock for the ten in a row there. So, uh, but this year, the main aim was to stop the ten in a row because everybody had us. Nobody had us to win the, the league there. Everybody had Celtic to win the the ten in a row there, but it's been. Through the whole team, not just a individual, but it used to be individual players, but everybody's played as a complete team there. That's the big difference. And Gerard has had them all for the start of the season telling them there, one game at a time, every time you play, we'll look at the next game. Don't look at the games in front there. Even though we're so far in front in December and January, that I still took one game at a time. And even though we were only one point we were required, I still wanted this game out the road. We got the point And now I'm very very happy 49 years Alan Is this the best of the lot? Uh, I, I thought through the ten, through the nine in a row Was all the best there But this time I, I think this kind of Emulates for the, the, the nine in a row At that time Because we had some big big players In during those days there Between Gascoigne And we had the loud drop And all the goth And all these there But these players there They've come to the team uh, And the best of it is with Gerard, it's like when Alex Ferguson started. I'm not a Man United fan, but when Alex Ferguson uh, started to take as a manager of Man United, he brought a team together. It took two, three, four years, and look what happened after that. Same with Gerard here. He's, he's kept a few game uh, teams together, yeah, a lot of the players, and new players have come in there and they've blended in right mm. away. 
and everybody has played as a team. And as far as I'm concerned, well done, Rangers. It's it's been a long time coming, and uh, <laughs> everywhere I go, I see Rangers flags hanging at the windows. <laughs> I'm going through the streets, I, coming home. I can see that on social media. Um, I, we can't burst anyone's bubble on title day, but we'll, we'll maybe just keep the Sir Alex comparisons in check for now. I I. I, I, I more than welcome for anyone else to get carried away But I think that's uh, probably wise But you never know Thank you to Alan in Alawa. We're going to speak to William in Wishaw Coming up next After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Andy Halliday, Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Are here, here to take your calls and find out how you're feeling after a massive day of football The tweets are coming in uh, here as well I like this one from James Williams We'll need to work on this right in the coming days Because I don't know if you'll recognise James James came on with his twin You remember this? Yes, I do. Where one's a Celtic fan yeah. and one's a Rangers fan and they're twins mm-hmm. And he says I've been trying to give it the big one to the twin John Williams And he's not taking me on But I'm buzzing In the words of Celtic fans in the last two um, old firm scores It'll now be whatever Rangers want them to be Says James How many days is it going to take To die down Before we can get both twins on Together We had it once before And they were very mm-hmm. polite I wonder how they're feeling about it all Now Well one's delighted And one's under a bed hiding Yeah so I don't know Maybe sometime this week We'll try and uh, See what we can do Let's bring in William and Wisher Hi William Good afternoon lads Talking about twins Maybe you better talk to Frank McAvenny about that But what I was going to say Oh, no, you, oh dear right okay minutes, <laughs> no, everybody's got 15 minutes of fame uh-huh. I was uh, I think it came on uh, the news About 2 o'clock in the afternoon That Stephen Gerrard sang for Rangers And I was lucky I, I was the very first person um, To get picked To go through on the phone line um, uh, That afternoon And I said at the time I was like This is going to be a great signing Because of Stephen Gerrard's connections And after it, it was like I was getting like mocked Because oh he's right behind the ears And uh, he, he's not even got his FA badges and he couldn't even, so anyway we, we heard all that and I was like no this guy this guy is he's definitely got the contacts so I thought the day would be the best day to phone up and say I told you so I, I told you so um, but I was saying to the yeah, producer there that I, I'd missed Laurie's con, uh, comment but I've been listening to Laurie for years and it's like every two or three weeks he'll come on but I missed it, but I said to your producer, I said, but Laurie's he's magnanimous and I've got no doubt that he's probably said good things. He's an honest, honest bloke. Same as you. He annoys me at times. Um, but <laughs> Nice as all, don't worry. Um, do you know what, William? I love that that shout because I have no idea if you were first through, so I'll never remember it and I, I believe you. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that you were. I'll, I'll go and look that up. Uh, Hugh Keevans, that's what it's all about. You put a bit of faith in your team no problem with that Williams waited and waited And he's saying I told you so I told you Gerard would win something Yeah William was absolutely entitled to his comment And I was laughing when you had Alan The previous caller on Because I, when I worked at the Daily Record Alan phoned almost every day To the Daily Record hotline With a point about Rangers uh, So today is for guys Like William and Alan uh, Rangers Held their nerve I'll put it that way They held their nerve with Steven Gerrard because he watched Celtic get eight in a row when he was the manager and then Celtic get nine in a row and he's the manager. Now, the implications of Celtic getting ten in a row were obvious. Steven Gerrard would have lost his job and Rangers would have been thrown into turmoil and the fans would have been in revolt. 
But they held them there with Stephen Gerrard, and today they have been rewarded and then some. And the season still has a long way to go because such is the tribalism. William on the line will want Celtic defeated and comprehensively twice before the season ends. And that's the nature of life here in the west of Scotland. William, I... I'm sure lots of Rangers fans like yourself Well it was it was split obviously at the time But there still would have been lots like yourself Who were confident when Stephen Gerrard came in Because they liked the name, they liked the profile Like you say maybe the, the contacts and the football education Over the last three years though Has there ever been any times where your, your belief wavered? See to, be, uh, see to be honest with you See when we were low in leagues And um, I, I talked to my son a lot about football and stuff like that And I was like um, I've got to, I'm ashamed to say, I, I was like, Ross, there's no team has ever went down the lower leagues and climbed up. I says, I'll no see it in my lifetime. And he's like, I don't, I'm like, Ross, Rangers won't be up there. And you know what annoys me? Like, they say, like say the commentators and you, you watch football and stuff, and they say, that's the first time uh, Rangers have not um, won it in 10 years. But they don't mention, but they've not won it in 10 years. But a lot of the years they've been there in this league, and that's what annoys me. See what Rangers have done. We don't get the respect. Like we've done it. We were downhearted. We were low, and like me, I doubted. I was like, we'll never see glory again in my lifetime. But what annoys me, as I say, that's the first time Rangers have won it in ten years. But they don't mention anything about what they were there in that league for. So many years Ah well you know what Enjoy enjoy yourself more than that I, I think you're maybe Reading a bit too much Into it sometimes Andy That's just That's just a fact It's just something People throw out there If anything it underlines The size of the achievement If you're trying to See And not that their opinion Matters as much as ours But someone down south Or someone whatever If you're trying to Quickly show them Why is this such a big deal It's because it's their first title In ten years I think we all know that you know what's happened in that time. No, listen. I, I know. Obviously, we all know where William's coming from, but it's not a time for it. Uh, William, as much as every other Rangers fan out there, have waited a long time for this to happen, and and now the time's finally here. Every single one of them deserve to celebrate the way they the way they want tonight. So, uh, the story's about Rangers just now. Uh, they're back to the top of Scottish game after after a ten year of hurt and disappointment. So the likes of William and just go out tonight, enjoy it because it's it's been a long hard journey, and you deserve it. Going back with Williams telling us he was the first person through in the phones that night when Stephen Gerrard got got appointed, um, and it was split. Mm-hmm. He's under 18's manager. He's never managed before, but he's Stephen Gerrard. When he walks into the room for the first time, what's that moment like? Does is, is he Stephen Gerrard the player, or, or are there any question marks there? We say, well, I know what he's achieved, but he's, he's never managed before. I mean, I've worked under managers who I knew where they were before they signed. I've worked under managers who I'd never heard of. I'd never heard any clubs they'd managed before. That you, you just judge them by 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 how they approach themselves, how they coach, how they man manage, and and from the get go, it's Stephen Gerrard. He's always going to have that aura about him, that level. So he, of he did have that. Say oh, first first yeah, time you met him, yeah, for instance. of course. I mean, one of the greatest British midfielders of my my generation, if not the best. So he's uh, he's always going to have that that um, that aura and, and command that respect and. I, I mean, I said it for the day that he walked in the door, he was always firm but fair with every single player. Every player knew where they were. It was black and white. If if you were a part of the squad, if if he wanted more from you, or, or his door was always open for any type of conversation. So I always felt that man management something that sort of got away from the game. I don't know if Mark feels the same, but I think man management's not seen as as important for coaches. I think because he was a player not so long ago, I think that's something he, he took into to coaching really, really well. 
and uh, it was always fun and fair with me. So, uh, I think if I if I end up being a coach down the line, it's something that obviously I'm open to. I'll take pieces off of managers and coach that I've worked on under and say, oh, that's what I feel worked well. And there's no doubt whatsoever that I'll take quite a lot for working under Stephen Gerrard. So, man management is one thing. You need more than that, obviously. Tactically, Rangers have got a lot of praise this season. Does a lot of that come from, from say, Michael Beale? Is a lot of that in the background that people won't see? How much yeah. responsibility or, or praise should someone like him take? Because yeah, not, not many people will know him or, or know, know, know what he does. Yeah, enormous. I mean, I don't know how I can describe Michael Beale just except for just being an absolute student of the game. I mean, I've no doubt whatsoever that Michael Beale prepares for training at 6 o'clock in the morning, puts on a session at 9 to 12, goes home, watches Argentina under-18s play, and 9 o'clock at night he's watching a, a game in Australia. He's just an absolute student of the game and, and someone that lives and breathes football, and that's why he is where he is, because you know you don't see a lot of success stories with, with, with coaches that haven't really played the game at a professional level and end up at the, the bigger clubs, but... I mean, he's, he's came through the, the youth the youth coaching system at Chelsea. He's went over to Brazil and coached over there, came back, ended up through the system at Liverpool and then got to, to where he is today. And and that's why I mentioned Stephen Gerrard and staff because every single one of them are part of it. Every single one of them brings something different to the table, which I think Stephen Gerrard obviously deserves a lot of credit for as well because he's picked his staff and you knew what every single one of them bring to the table. So it's a collective it's a collective achievement and they deserve all the credit. The signs, the signs of a good manager, simple Gordon. You know your strengths and your weaknesses you get other people round about to fill in for you. And Stephen Gerrard's obviously got that correct. You know, Stephen Gerrard might not be the one that goes out there and does all the tactical training stuff, but he'll oversee everything. He'll know that people and he trusts them. And Gary McAllister will bring a lot as well to him as well. So as much as his staff, he knows the fact of good management, man management, and know what your weaknesses are. And what your weaknesses are, you get people in to help you do it. Uh, Darren is on the line all the way from LA. How are you feeling this, what is that, this afternoon, this morning, Darren? No, it's this morning, Gordon. I'm feeling fantastic. I mean, to get up at 4.30 on a Sunday morning to watch a game of football, your team's not even playing in. Just kind of shows you the magnitude of, of what's happened today. So um, until the until the pubs open, I'll, I'll crack open a couple of beers and uh, I thought I'd give you a phone since you've been pestering me on Twitter. <gasps> oh, you're that Darren mm. in LA, right? Right now, this is this. I'm delighted oh, this has happened. Darren, right. forget the game. Exactly. <laughs> right. Who's your mate? Right. Da- this is Darren in LA who has been who has been all over this discussion in the last few days. Darren is friends with. With Kieran Lee <laughs> Who is Mark Wilson's New favourite actor And he became a bit of a mascot On the show Over the last couple of nights And it's been Darren Who's been getting in touch Saying by the way I've been sending him clips Of you lot talking about him And uh, it's Darren Hugh Evans Who's going to set you up With your free subscription For OnlyFans Well the conversation I had With Mrs Keevans last night <laughs> On this subject Where the opening words Who's Kieran Lee <laughs> And I thought where, where do, she was in the car with two grandchildren when this was going on so dinner was a long drawn out affair last night where I explained that I'd never actually met Mr Lee and I really didn't know what they were all talking about so Darren speak quickly uh, Darren please don't go into too much detail it's a family show but how on earth did we end up here with, with you I, I offering that there, service to Hugh Keevans I, I won't go into too much But I'll send over the password But I think it's Rangers55 With a capital R So we can get you to, to go into that But um, now nah, the, 
it's, uh, it's a long story, but um, me and my mate Adam and, and Kieran are no doubt going to go for a couple of beers a day. He's, uh, he says he's a Derby fan, but he's a he's a big blue nose at heart. So we'll see if, uh, we'll see if Andy's free and get him in FaceTime later for a party as well. If you's conversation was long, I don't want to have mine tonight. If that's the okay. case, <laughs> uh, Darren, on a semi-serious football note, you must be the only man in LA who got up at half five to cheer on Dundee United. What was it like on the final whistle? You'd be surprised, Gordon. There's a, there's a group chat gone with a few of the boys for the Orange County Supporters Club. I've been up a few boys for the, the LA um, Supporters Club as well. And we're just arranging a, a Vegas trip, the, the last game of the season. We kind of get back home, but I think he's getting a bit more relaxed. So the boys <sighs> are going to go through there. But as you said, it's good. All right, Darren. I feel like cutting Darren <laughs> off. The, the type of pals that Darren's got. I'm stuck in here with you three, and he's got he's off to Vegas at the end of the season because he can't he can't go, get home. I mean, Darren's life sounds alright all of a sudden. Dar- Darren's doing okay for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. We wish all the best, Darren. Darren, um, I will eventually get you pinned down on football. What's the what's the sort of overriding emotion? A lot of the fans have been in touch, you know, talking about ten years and everything that they've been through and all the slaggings that they've taken from Celtic fans. Does it does that feed into how you're feeling today? Oh, absolutely, and I've I've got a few fans to that side as well, and I've been getting a bit of, bit of stick um, this morning. Um, but don't you worry about milking it. But you go back to the when we went down to the bottom, to the ball in the hedge and breaking, to to Pedro in the bush, to Bilal Mojny punching one of your beloved Mullerwell players, to to now wrapping the league up, the start of March, potential guard of honour at Celtic Park, and we're in the last sixteen of the Europa League. Just shows what what Stephen Gerrard's done, and the players and the team, the magnitude of what they've achieved this year is as it's un- unthinkable if you said this at the start of the season. I think everyone thought that how close could Rangers get to Celtic to stop them having 10? And you look now and it's, it's crazy how far the, 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 the pendulum swung. And I think it's safe to say that the, the Celtic fans can definitely see us now. I mean, that sort of sums up the, the, the madness of the journey, Hugh, when we're talking about a bush and a hedge. Um, you know, one is a tenuous enough football link, but to have both in there. And um, Darren's mentioned that some of the names Bilal Mojny being one of many That will I'm sure be reflected upon Over the coming days In newspaper pullouts And television programmes And radio uh, stations like this one um, There's been a lot to take in Over that period I remember sitting with you Gordon at Fir Park On Bilal Mojny Day uh, When Motherwell had wiped the floor With Rangers for a second time uh, And Rangers had failed to get out uh, of the championship via the playoffs, and at, at that time you, you couldn't see Rangers getting out of this mess they were in. It was just a, a catalogue of catastrophe for them, and you could not have foreseen this day from that distance. So that's how far they have come. They are now unequivocally the champions of Scotland. They have earned that title by the sweat of their own brow and by the calibre of men behind the scenes, Gerard, Michael Beale, Gary McAllister. It is undoubtedly their day, their time. Uh, Darren, I'm not sure we can drag Mark Wilson along um, to, to a, a, an end of season celebration. It doesn't seem like um, something that he would particularly... We are a fan of Las Vegas, Mark Wilson, so if Darren's got a spare... A spare um, Ticket I'll sp- tag along Yeah You are Darren is your Is your hero Darren from is now. my hero I want to run about With the boys right. Anyway <laughs> Darren Will you take the two of them 
I'll take uh, I'll take Gordon. I'll see if uh, I'll need to speak to Papich and see if Mark can come. <laughs> <laughs> your, your complexion couldn't handle the Las Vegas heat nah. that time of year. Anyway, right. Thank you to Darren. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's the final chance for you to have your say today, so don't miss out. We'll speak to you next. The games are over. The talking begins. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard But I suspect this conversation will run and run for quite some time Rangers are the Premiership champions after Celtic failed to win at Tannadice It was a goalless draw And although it was pretty much done yesterday That is the confirmation that Rangers fans needed And Andy, you know, we're seeing not only in the phones and on Twitter um, And there's been a real theme on the phones about kind of what it means to people's Family and friends Hope you don't mind me saying You were just saying at the break You've been sent a picture of your Your papa Your grandpa Sitting with his, his Rangers flag You said the one person We're we are distracting you Because the one thing you want to do When you get out here Is, is phone your dad And that that's that's kind of what it, That's what football does It, it can yeah. bring families together like yeah, that Yeah listen obviously I think everyone knows What my colours are And, and all my family brought up And in Copeland Road and, and diehard Rangers fans and the likes of my grandpa, he's probably you know I never you never know you might have, might not have thought he'd have seen Rangers win a league again. So he's actually got the same phone as you. So I'm pretty surprised there's a camera <laughs> on it. But uh, he sent me a picture uh, having a wee glass of wee glass of wine celebrating the result. So it's uh, I'm looking forward to to obviously phoning mm. everybody and just seeing how happy they are. Let's bring in David and Carntine. Hi, David. Hi, panel. How's it going? I'm. Oh, how's it going? <laughs> I know. Stupid oh, question. Man. I'm in bits, man. I've never seen Rangers win a league. You know what? I'm 24, and I have. It was I was 11 or 12, I think it was. So it's just oh man. Right, so does this feel like the first? Like, does it feel like the first time you've seen it? You know, in terms of adult and remembering it all and stuff like that. My dad, my dad always says to me, um, uh, you know the Kyle Kyle Lafferty scored a hat trick at Rugby Park, mm-hmm. and he keeps on um, keeps on saying, oh, you'll never see a performance like that again, son. It was just oh magic. What what was the emotions watching the game then? Were you were you sort of desperate for the final whistle, cheering Dundee United on, or was there a, a part of you that would have rather rubbed it in next time out? I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, um, it was. I've never wanted supporting Celtic, wanting them to win. I've never done that, but I just thought you know what. See, going to Celtic Park, it would be. Oh, it would. I, I would have taken a win to be honest with you. East Douglas Park to win, but it's um. Yeah, I get that. That, that, that kind of bragging rights. Um, I guess there's that part of it that you can, as a player, you can kind of swagger in there as a champion. Andy, we've seen a kind of similar role reversal with Celtic in in recent seasons. I mean, there's no fans anyway, so I don't know. Does it? Does it? Does it? Would it have meant the same? Does that symbolism still exist? I mean, it would have maybe capped off what would have been a, a just, potentially just a perfect season, I suppose. But listen, I mean, the club's waited that long for this, uh, this this long-awaited title. So, I'm 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 pretty sure that everyone's just delighted mm. that it's happened in the end. So, whether it happened today, whether it happened in two weeks' time, a month's time, I mean, the ultimate goal was always the same to win this this unprecedented title for Rangers. So, they must uh, everyone must be absolutely delighted whether it came now or then. And you know, the likes of David you can hear in his voice that he's uh, he's obviously a bit emotional as well because it's been a long time coming I've, I've got a niece and a nephew five and eight uh, and he said he'd, you know, he he mixed up his words that he's never seen but they've never seen Rangers win the league so it's uh, it's an emotional time for every Rangers mm-hmm. fan there. I mean Hugh as host of a football phone in I shouldn't really nip arguments in the bud before they happen maybe like doing us out of business but um, should someone at Celtic just 
um, reference tonight and say by the way we're not going to give Rangers a guard of honour so you can all stop arguing about it for the next two weeks and we'll just move on with life is there any chance of it happening? Uh, I doubt it but they shouldn't give the Rangers a guard of honour Rangers didn't give Celtic one and Rangers were correct not to give Celtic a guard of honour and Celtic will be correct not to give Rangers a guard of honour because these things are supposed to be uh, sincerely felt and they're not sincerely felt and Stephen Gerrard doesn't need patronised by some empty gesture. It, the fans, it suits them to have the rival fans' noses rubbed in what's happened. But, you know, Rangers didn't do it for Celtic. Celtic shouldn't do it for Rangers. They're professional footballers. They win or they lose by their endeavours or their lack of endeavour. Empty gestures, that's for fans. Anyone disagreeing in the studio? No, I think you can yeah. put that argument to bed, Gordon. Are you Abs- sure? Absolutely. We don't, we don't put any argument to bed. That argument, Hugh is correct. He summed it up perfectly well there. There's absolutely no chance this is going to happen. Andy, were you involved in a... Did we have the role reversal? When was that? A couple of years ago? Was there not a discussion about... It would have been, but I mean... Well, my, it can't my, have been a lengthy my, discussion then. My <laughs> viewpoint would have been very much the same as you. It's an empty sentiment. And, and listen, see, at the end of the day, that's what makes all fun what it is. That's why, in my opinion, it's the best derby in the world, because of how fierce the rivalry is. So uh, I don't think Rangers fans or players will lose any sleep if they don't get a guard on in a couple of weeks. Mark? Not a chance. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. And, and I agree totally what Hugh says. Rangers were right not to do it. Ibrox or, uh, or whatever it was um, for Celtic Celtic will do the same in a couple of weeks time well there we go it, it, do you know what though? A, a funny story because it's, it's not even clubs I remember when we won the championship we got a guard on for Aloha and there was a couple of Celtic fans in that Aloha team who just stood with their hands <laughs> behind their back <laughs> with the claps that's just what it is when, it's, uh, when it comes to Rangers and Celtic and there's, there's no harm in it uh, yeah Hugh I don't know if we will have heard of the end of it but wishful thinking no. No, we, 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 I think you'll hear it again, uh, I'm guessing here, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. I think you'll hear it then. But did Neil, did Neil Lennon not say... Yeah, on that, I, I was waiting for that to get brought up. Did, that headline's definitely going to come did, up did again. Did Neil Lennon say on that occasion that Rangers should do it? How, of course. And he, at that time, never thought it was possible that it would come around the other way. Uh, so Neil said an awful lot of things that he shouldn't have said. Uh, as I say... Stephen Gerrard is today a legend in the eyes of the Rangers supporters. He is, as Andy Halliday said, one of the greatest football players ever to have played in the United Kingdom. He doesn't need empty gestures. He's got what he came for. He stopped ten in a row. He certainly has. David, I don't know if you want to use your final comment to to praise the manager or someone else that that jumps out to you. Who's getting your, your credit tonight? I'd actually, first of all, can I thank Andy Halliday for his uh, services to our football club over the past few years here. Um, a legend to the club, and there'll never be a player like you. It's very kind of you, David, but he hates, he hates this stuff. He, he, no, listen, it's, yeah. it's like I said, I appreciate the sentiment, but I just want to make sure that all the praise and, and, and credentials go to the players that are there just now and, and the staff and the fans, and because they're the ones that deserve it. You better hurry up, because you need to get your plane out of the car park so we can, <laughs> we all can get home. He's the only guy that's ever flown in for a shift at Super Scoreboard. Uh, David, what about the current crop then? What about your manager or any players that jump out? Oh, I think Morelos has matured over the past year because uh, a year ago he was a sort of I don't want to say wee boy because that's Patrick Ryan, he's older than me but uh, he, he just wants to wind folk up but now you can see he's like he's I think he's been an attacking midfielder on the striker I know that's controversial but 
He's many a midfielder. He holds the ball up and he waits for. Uh, I would actually pay, uh, play Atten up front with Morelos behind him. He's made a midfielder now, being a striker, and uh, he plays a role. Going to agree with that, Andy. I don't think we need. Oh, to, well, I don't think well, Rangers need to tweak much. I was at the going moment. to say it's probably not the time to, to question any tactics and, and, and team selections that's already going on, David. But what I will agree with you is, is uh, I'm not sure exactly the number of goals Alfredo Morelos has scored, but I'd pretty much imagine it's not as much as he'd have liked, especially with the goals he scored in the last couple of years. But for me, no doubt his, his contribution has been greater. I think his link-up play. This came on leaps and bounds. I think the coaching that the, the the current staff have done with him, we've seen a more complete Alfredo. And I think when the bigger games have came along, I think that's really shone through. I think in, in Europe again, he's been unplayable, and in the big moments, he's he started to shine. So, uh, I, I, no doubt, I agree with you. I think we've seen a more complete Alfredo Morelos so, this year. So, to sum up, you would rather an Alfredo Morelos winner at Celtic Park in a couple of weeks rather than a guard of honour. Is that what you're saying? I mean, if anyone's to score score the winner, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Or, or Big Griggsy, actually. If <laughs> Big Griggsy can put a goal kick for, for 100 yards, that would be all right. I noticed Alisson coming up there in the, the closing stages for Liverpool, but they've lost at home uh, to Fulham. Thank you, David. That brings the show to an end tonight. That was David and Carntine. Thank you very much. Uh, big shift from Mark Wilson, Andy Hallett. Well, not as big a shift from Andy no. Halliday. He's part-time, um, as was Hugh Keevans. But great to have you all. We are back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to look back on it all. 10 long Years, as many of the callers have mentioned, from Brecon to Peterhead to Annan to Alawa to a second season in the Championship to watching Celtic run away with everything in the top flight, all of those years. And finally, Rangers are champions of Scotland again. 2020 2021 season has been quite something. It's not over yet, but Rangers are champions. We're back tomorrow at six o'clock to look back on it with you and Alex Ray. We'd love for you to join us. And in the meantime, just stay right there. The UK chart show is up next.